the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Since last we met, or maybe it happened, it happened right at the beginning of the show yesterday that it was official that O'Reilly was fired, right? Or was it just? No, it was, I don't think it was it official. It was officially later speculated. On. Yes. And then we found out, sure enough, it <clears throat> it was a done deal. So now they've they've listed the uh, primetime lineup at five o'clock Eastern, a new show. Will debut, so I guess they're doing away with the five, right? Yep. Well, no. At that particular yes. time, the five at five is no longer the five at five. The um, five at five is now the five at nine. There but is instead a show hosted by Eric Bully, uh, so a solo gig, uh, and that will Eric. debut on May first, from a- April twenty eighth, fourth to twenty eighth. Special report with Brett Bear will air from five to seven, so it'll be a two hour show. Uh, then there's at seven o'clock the story. With Martha McCallum. So wait, is Shepard Smith no longer in that? Wasn't he at 7 o'clock for a long time? I, I don't watch Fox, so I don't know. As far as I know, Shep's been, uh, he does the afternoon stuff. Did, mm-hmm. Wasn't he always at 7? Uh, I think that changed when they <laughs> like, moved, when five they five moved the Sean. I think that's been done for yeah, a while. Yeah, when they moved okay. uh, Sean to oh, later okay, and, yes. and yeah. uh, Megan was there still at 9, I think that's yeah. when that, <clears throat> yeah, they I'm kicked not, him back. I, I, I gotta say, because I, I like O'Reilly, you know, uh, you know, and I, I, there's certain shows that I like on Fox, but mm. I'm not watching too much Fox these days. Me neither. So I gotta say, I never watch it. Uh, yeah, me neither. Um, so but I the apologize. story with Martha McCallum, I like her. Uh, yeah, she's she's pretty good. So they've given her a primetime show now. So that's interesting. Great. Then Tucker Carlson takes over for O'Reilly. I mean, has anyone ever walked into a situation better than Tucker Carlson? Tucker freaking Carlson? I mean, the guy was, I mean, remember, here's Tucker Carlson. And I have nothing against Tucker Carlson. I mean, you know, he seems fine. And, he, you know, he's had, there's been some interviews that have been good with Glenn. Some of them haven't been so good. Um, but, I mean, overall, like, you know, he's, a, he's been a guy who's been around these circles for a million years. Like, being on cable news for a million years. And, and I don't know, like, I never... He was on, wasn't it Crossfire or something a zillion something. years ago? Yeah. And he was wearing bow ties, and I, he kind of like lost track of the guy. And then all of a sudden, he's on Fox uh, when they do that lineup switch because Megan leaves. And then, and then O'Reilly, like this guy's just being handed the top gig in all of cable news. It's incredible. Unbelievable. Now, he's done pretty well with it so Is far. Is this permanent? Uh, do we know? Yeah, it's supposed to be, yeah. He's it's got permanent. He's their 8 o'clock replacement. They just went with Tucker Carlson? Yeah. To replace Bill O'Reilly? Yeah. I mean... That's incomprehensible. It's imp- it's incredible it's for him. Incomprehensible. But, but that's what we said with Megan too, right? And he, the numbers went through the roof. I don't know about through the roof. 
but uh, they've they been held good. strong. Yeah. They've been they've been strong. Yeah, they've been, they've good. been strong. Um, and and O'Reilly's numbers are, are are numbers that no one has touched. So it'll right. be interesting to see if he can if he's going to be able to to keep you know the O'Reilly numbers. And I guess he doesn't necessarily have to keep them. But if he can kind of keep him right. close for a while and then maybe uh, get there eventually, that's that's a great. I mean, look, he's. I think he's. You know, I, I, again, I don't watch a lot of Fox, but I will say like the 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 reaction to Tucker at eight, uh, nine o'clock has been, I think, pretty positive generally. Um, you know, uh, so that's good for him. I mean, uh, and well, go, it's definitely good for him. It's just not good for the audience. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's incomprehensible. I, whatever, but uh, Tucker Carlson takes over for O'Reilly. Uh, at nine p.m., it's the five, so they move the five into the time into the uh, primetime lineup, and they yeah. say it's live. So those five people are going to be there at nine o'clock Eastern, doing it every night. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, again, like that was another show. When we left uh, Fox, uh, they replaced Glenn with the five, <clears throat> and I would say they. I, I'm speaking for them, mm-hmm. so uh, you know you cannot take this with a grain of salt. Here, however, they never certainly announced this, uh, but I would say they didn't think it was going to work. <laughs> Meaning, like Fox, Fox News Channel was, yeah. never thought yeah. of that as a permanent replacement. I think that's true, and, and then it surprisingly kind of worked. And yeah, I mean the ratings did go down, but they were yeah. not so dramatically down. That, and eventually, they wound up, uh, you know getting their their footing pretty well and the show's done pretty well i mean i would say impressively well for a panel show because panel shows like they're an interesting thing to do sometimes um you know i don't always love them you know if there's a certain Mm -hmm. there's a certain part of it which is a good the conversational aspect of it i mean like you know i mean you could argue we have a panel show every day right i mean like there's you like to have the conversation but you have to like the voices and like you know for me Mm -hmm. like bob beckel on that show is terrible i don't know like it's just like why are you trying to annoy me like, it's like, as a, as a viewer, uh-huh. like, I get that, yes, there are liberals in the world, and I get that people... They're just not watching Fox. Yeah, so well, why are you servicing them when they're not there? I, I don't know. It's, and it's like a they're half-ass servicing. It's like, you know, yeah. Bob Beckel, really, is he the guy? I don't know. To me, it's just, all right, oh, hold on. Let me, let me just hold on. Let me, I might as well go get a soda, because now Bob Beckel's talking. It's mm-hmm. like, there's, I get no value out of that at all. I mean, you know, like, I think there's an interesting difference between Greg Gutfeld's opinion and Dana Perino's opinion. Like, I can get something out of that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that's kind of interesting. Like, they come at it from different perspectives, but, like, it's not like they're just talking French. And it's like, Bob Beckel just come on and he's just speaking a different language. Like, I, you know, it's, like, pointless to me to even bother with it. I get that, like, you can get in your, your little bubble too much and maybe not understand what other people are thinking. Maybe because we do this job, I mean, I get enough of that, so I don't necessarily need it from a show like like The Five. But I, I've never, I don't, I don't particularly value that idea, that format of just like, hey, let's stick a random mediocre liberal in the middle of this and see what he says. Yeah, it's I like, don't like that. Right. I don't like it. Uh, so anyway, the five are Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, who will still be the legs on the show, uh, Dana Perino, Bob Beckel, Greg Gutfeld, uh, Feld. Jesse Waters and Juan Williams, that seems to be six. So are they changing it to the six, or are they... Um, That's a good point. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, they might just maybe rotate. rotate. Uh, it doesn't yeah. seem like the same people yeah. are on every night, every time true. I see a clip or whatever. So, yeah. And then Hannity wraps up the primetime lineup. He's still at 10. Yep. Interesting. Uh, it's an interesting lineup. I, 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 we've heard reports that they want to bring in somebody who's non-political, a big name from another network. Um, you know, a lot of people were tossing out all sorts of different, uh, you know, possibilities on that. 
Um, we heard from, Oprah, for instance. Oprah. I know another one I heard of from a lot, at least a lot of viewers, which I thought was actually an interesting one, was Mike Rowe, who's not a political guy, that, but is actually a smart yeah. guy. And, and, you know, it's not like you're bringing in you Oprah know. to talk about feelings every day. Mike can actually that's deal with idea. issues that's and, a good idea. in a common that sense a way. It's kind idea. of an interesting yeah. Interesting idea. Um, uh, so, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's a big day. I mean, I, you know, I wonder how you wonder about these things. And sometimes I feel like they get overblown. Um, you know, Bill O'Reilly was number one for 21 years. Um, and and I, I'm going to separate this for a minute over the accusations because I don't, I don't know anything about it. I don't know any of the people. who I've never met anyone who accused him of these things. Uh, you know, so, I mean, that's going to mm-hmm. play it all itself out separately. But, I mean, I'm looking at this as more of like a... He, he had a 21-year job. He was number one. He's, he's, you know, I mean, you know, it's similar to, uh, we've seen a lot of big figures have these bizarre falls from grace late in their careers lately. And I don't feel like that was the thing back in the day. I feel like people, you know, like Gary Hart fell from grace mm-hmm. in the middle of the campaign, in the middle of his prime. You know, Anthony Weiner is another example, right? Like in the middle of his prime, he has this huge scandal. He goes out. I'm not comparing these scandals by any means. But I, th- I find it interesting in that, like, lately, We've been picking off these people after they've been in the industry for 30 and 40 years. Mm-hmm. You know, Roger Ailes, uh, Bill Cosby, uh, you know, and I, I, again, I really do feel uncomfortable putting Bill O'Reilly in this same category, but I'm just doing it from that, from that sole perspective of, like, people who've had a long-term success, and then all of a sudden at the end of their career, they kind of get this questioning. Um, there's another one, too, I had just, uh, just saw. Did you, did you have another well, one? Well, Pat I and I were talking a little bit about the, the, the bringing down of kings the other day uh, in the afternoon, and uh, uh, even uh, Penn State, uh, Paterno, Paterno comes that's to mind. The other one oh, I, I don't know here. if you were going there. Yeah, that is where, that's the other uh, one I mean, that's, Those guys were all kings that mm-hmm. got knocked off the pedestal at the end. Yeah, and it's it's weird that we're doing that. I think and Paterno our sis- didn't deserve it. No, I don't think no, Paterno certainly no, did not. Cosby didn't and Ailes seem like they did. I yeah. mean, but again, we're guessing. And O'Reilly jury's yeah. out. But I, 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 you know, I tend to believe Bill because that's what I, mm-hmm. you know, based on what I've seen and what I know of him and how we when we've been around him, I. It doesn't seem like it's his style. And it's interesting to see that happen. And I think we have developed a real passion as a society to try to tear these people down. Yeah. And and I'm not saying, like, some of them deserve, like, there's no question, you know, some of these people deserve these things. I mean, you know, uh, we all know, uh, you know, how these things work. And sometimes people really do get away with it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a story in the UK. It was much, much worse than any of these stories where a guy was, you know, a pedophile and it was a famous uh, TV person and went on for years and years and years and years and years and years and then finally got caught at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it does happen. It's just, it seems like it's more common recently. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, uh, um, one of the things I think we've changed on as a society is understanding the context <clears throat> of moments and the context of people. You know, there was a there was kind of a long, uh, j- kind of joke and observational comedy sort of thing where you would say, m- you know, my grandparents were so old school, and they would say things in ways that are offensive today, and you'd roll your eyes at your grandparents, right? Like you'd say, oh, geez, so, no, that, that's offensive. You don't understand. Like that was like kind of like a thing that people did back in the day. Now it's like different. Uh, you know, people who do that, they get. They're judged only by the the standards of that moment, mm-hmm. um, and I and I don't mean that it, any of these cases is really separate from from the cases we're talking about, but it does seem like a new trend uh, where 
you know, I, I can remember hearing from people's grandparents, like, oh, my, grand, my grandparents said something uh, that was racially insensitive in some way, and they would explain it, and it was like a, oh, jeez, I know he didn't mean anything bad, boy. The intent was known that it was not bad, mm-hmm. but they used a word that used to be, uh, you know, the, like the United Negro College Fund, for example, used to be in uh, common parlance and now isn't, right? And, and so you'd notice those things, but you'd think about it like, well, the... The intent of that was not obviously bad. And we seem to no longer consider that. It's no longer whether the intent was bad. It's just did they violate whatever rule we have today uh, 30 or 40 years ago. And if they did, drag them through the streets. Yeah. And and again, like I'm not tying it to these cases, but it's just a strange phenomenon. And again, I, I think it is largely drawn, uh, built up by social media and that like the, you know, David Limbaugh had a really good point, I thought, when we were talking about, uh, you know, media matters and, and, and that sort of uh, ilk. And it's like, they get pleasure out of tearing people down. Yes. And, you know, I, I'm sure they justify at times. At times they don't even attempt it. But they, they try to justify that they're doing some wonderful good. Like, the idea that media matters gives one flying F about any of the women who have made an accusation in this case, is so laughable. They don't care at all. They only care about getting their blood, getting their scalp. And it's only because of politics. It has nothing to do. Were they out there protesting Anthony Weiner? Were they out there protesting Bill Clinton? Were they out there any other crazy Alan Grayson? Any of the people who have done despicable things in their lives? Were they out there protesting them? No, they were cheering them on every step of the way because they don't care at all about these women. And that goes for a large swaths of the media. It's just about politics. It's just about what advantage they can get that day that will help them raise money tomorrow. And that is, it, that is a weird thing that way too many people are involved in. It's not just media matters anymore. It's people on the Internet who don't think about these individuals at all that just want to slam people and destroy their lives and destroy their careers because if they can do it, they will feel as if they've accomplished something. And my, what a dark world we live in if that's how you accomplish things. Uh, that's pathetic. You said a mouthful. That's why you're not on Twitter, right, Pat? That's right. That's well, why it, it, it is. Your Twitter list, Pat. I, I, I just, I mean, it's why I don't pay much attention to Facebook, too, because mm-hmm. it's just, it's nonstop. Everyone trying to destroy it's each other all the time. Nonstop ugliness. And, uh, you know, I just want to get away from it for a while. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. 